0: Figure Lending, LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824, Terms and Conditions Apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd, if he says potato salad or sweat to God. Those expressions are comedic, little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to, to George, George Carlin. Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasts end before his get started. The intros are recorded on a phone, but don't worry audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association voted the Tideglass Show with number one. So welcome, welcome to, to the show.
3: Well, well, well. Well, 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 well. How are you? Hey, Santa Cruz. Well, really, anybody can listen, but it's specifically for Santa Cruz, just like I did for Helium in Philly. I'm doing an hour show tomorrow night. DNA's Comedy Lab is presenting it as if I was at the club, and they're going to present it. And uh, we recommend you, you know, anybody that can watch it, but, you know, uh, they're blah, blah, blah. You get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. Tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, L.A. time. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not all new material. (laughs) Like, do I start out with that? Oh, excuse me. Yawning, that's not nice. Okay. Uh, Today's show speaks for itself. We did find out more. I tried to call about Danny LaBelle to talk to his secretary... Um. And I, did, well, you'll see what happens on the show Do we call somebody else? Yes, we do Alright, enjoy the show Enjoy the show It's just all a show Oh, it's all show My show, it's just all a show People never say that about it. Oh, it's just a big show That's a compliment Unless you're overly dramatic and someone says, oh, you just, it's just a big show with them. Well, mine is a big show. All right. Enjoy. Aristotle, roll it in.
0: It's a solo Todd Glass show. The only guest is the host. And Todd is the host.
3: Talk about a cold opening. Well, cold opening is a little thing that happens before you throw to the show. So my girlfriend's brother was uh, last night watching uh, a movie called Living Wink. He said it was really good. He goes, Eddie Pepitone's in it, and uh, Michael Connell is the star of it, amongst many other great comics and actors. But I didn't see it yet. But I remember Michael Connell, I haven't seen him in a while from when the when when the M Bar, which eventually that show that Scott Ackerman and BJ Porter produced went over to the UCB. And Michael Connell's a guy that came onto that scene and I loved him from day one. He's a super sweet guy. And he had so many funny songs. And uh, but the first song is why I'm playing, because he's done so much great stuff. Um, but the first song that I heard him play at the M bar and was was this song here. And um, I thought this would be our cold opener. Uh, you're gonna love, gonna love it. Have you been to Levitt's Levitt's
0: baby from Just listen to this.
3: is the only other option.
0: (laughs) i was. <laughs>
3: Go. 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 How are you, Mike O'Connell? (laughs) Mike. What? What was that? I didn't plan this. It just the next song came on on YouTube. Let's hear what it is. Let's let's you know go with the flow. This is truth, truth. This is just a street performer. This is a street performer, and it's just the next song that came up.
2: Well, all
3: right, so there you go. Um, <laughs> let me pause this. Let me get the. Uh, let me get the everything set up. I am in here all by myself. Hold on one second. What am I doing? I'm going to move away from the microphone as I go around to the other side. Of the podcast table and straighten the chair push it in And push it in um, and now I'm back so I don't let's just take our time I'm gonna make a few calls tonight wow pretty interesting last week about Danny LaBelle <laughs> not a good guy not a good guy. Spoke to his assistant, Alan, or his secretary, as Alan said it. But not a good guy. Not you know. You learn different things. There's somebody else that that's going on about right now in the in the real world, and it's Ellen DeGeneres. And I gotta tell you, uh, I've heard those stories for a long, long time. And I like Ellen. Because I thought, what well, I wouldn't talk about it. If I never liked her to begin with and then this happened, I, I hope I'm not that person. But I really like Ellen. I really do. I, was, I, I think I've said it on the show before. When she found that talk show, I was glad that she found something that she really did well at. I think so. I do. And just, you know, I like the good energy. But I've heard it for the last five years. Just lingering around. Not lingering around like uh, some stories that don't come to fruition. Lingering around like stories that eventually end up being true. That type of lingering. You heard it and heard it and heard it. And um, I'm. that's all I really have to say. Except I'm curious the way this unfolds. Look, people can have epiphanies. I, I'm hoping... That she will respond in a way that is so, um, that I'm proud of her. And I'm not writing it off yet. I'm not writing it off yet. Maybe people that worked with her say, Todd, you better write it off. But I'm going to hope. But Danny LaBelle? Not a nice guy. I want to I want to uh, share something that happened about, uh, today around uh, very early this morning. I want to keep it very short, but I have a a dear, dear friend. And uh, I mean, like practically we're brothers, you know, when you're not, you know, you know, someone for 25 years and you just love them as a friend. It's one it's one of those. Uh, it's one of those people. And, uh, never had like in 25 years, never had a disagreement, never had a, uh, you know, you know, those relationships look, it's, it's, uh, if you have a significant other, no, it's you're even with the best relationship in the world, there's going to be some, some things that happen, but with a friend, no, no. Cause usually when couples go, we've never had one argument. I, I don't believe that. I think it's better to say even when we've had arguments, we've been respectful and treated each other with dignity and love when we've crossed some of those milestones of just being so angry at the other person, but you still had love and respect. I could say that about the relationship that I'm in right now, but there's times when I get frustrated and there's times when uh, my girlfriend's brother gets frustrated and, but with a friend, it can be a little different because that's why I preface it. No, we, 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 ju- it's all just great. Matter of fact, this is somebody, I don't want to give too much away because I really do want to keep their privacy. This is somebody that when I'm thinking about who is the perfect group of people to get together, they're there. And, or whoever their significant other is, is there. Because if they, they're, they're, I trust them on their significant other as well. And this is one of those people. I'm talking when there's a group of seven people or six or five, you're gonna I'm having a small get-together. This person is there. This person is also requested by my by my significant other. And he's only known him a short period. But feels the same way I do. And uh We had a conversation today which had to do with when comedians say things that I think are hurtful and lead to action, because that's what eventually came out of it, that I think words—look, even if they were just words and they didn't lead to actions, I would still argue the argument, but I'd lessen the severity— But I think words lead to actions. And we were talking about different comedians that say different things. And um, I'm thinking if I could even say what the word was. Uh, Could be anything. Because this person was saying. And, you know, I remember something that happened in couples counseling a long time ago. Sometimes you repeat what somebody else is saying. And it's nice when you have a couples counselor in between you. And I've been chastised for this. And defended on this. Chastising, I'll take it, because you know you want to be, you're there to learn. But it also feels nice when it's someone defending you. And I was in there, and I kept repeating what my significant other at the time was saying. And he would he would talk and express the way he felt. I would go, well, what I hear you saying is this. And he would go, no. And on the third time, Lizette goes, i got to be honest with you. He's repeating what you're saying. And we told her that we, like a therapist, that has a lot of love, but also we can handle tough love, like a friend. And she took that to heart. She was really sweet. But sometimes she would just talk to us like someone that had a degree, understood communication, but also could be a little tough with us. And it was after she had shown so much love that, look, you know. We both took it when it was thrown our way. And I I remember she said, Chris, he's repeating what you're saying. You might not like the way it sounds, but that doesn't mean he's not. And that's the way I feel right now. Just because I repeat it, and if that friend of mine heard this, would they go, well, that's not what I said. I I think they probably would go, no, I did say that. But after a long conversation... And it had to do with a comedian. Hey, look, there's not just one, so you won't figure out who it is, that really uses the word faggot a lot. Faggot. And um, and I know that my friend, I, I don't think he, because he likes this comedian, and personally I do too. Personally. Like whenever I've met this person, I mean, Seriously. At surface, the person is always very nice to me. I don't think they think their action, their words lead to actions. But whenever I run into this person, the comedian, always so nice to me. Always a good energy to me. So... My friend that I was talking to, I'm not asking him to change anybody. We went, I went out of my way to say I don't want anybody canceled, even though you know, I, I think there's times when people go, what do you think of the cancel culture? I, it depends what the situation is. There's times that I think, no, reach out to this person. Let this person give them the opportunity to change. People make mistakes. Believe, of course you don't go right to it. But when it's necessary, I'm okay with it. Do I think it's properly used every time? Of course not. There's times when I think, oh, don't go right to that. I think this person can grow. Give them the opportunity before we go to that. Of course. Um, But for this, that's not the conversation I was having. It was purely, I just want to discuss the words, you're allowed to like it, but I underst- uh, first of all, I understand after a long conversation why he was okay with it. He does not think, that, and this is going back to what Lizette said about someone could repeat what you said, and you might not like the way it sounds, but it doesn't always mean they didn't understand what you were saying. What I understood to be said was, no, no, I, I definitely do, because he literally said it, was, he? he matter of fact, at one point during the conversation, he said, I understand. We're just at a disagreement. I don't think words lead to action, meaning... You, you know what I mean. Like, if somebody says that word, could that... Let's not go extreme. Could that lead to somebody thinking you probably agree with them about the gay people shouldn't get married? Would that lead to someone that was aggressive if uh, if they saw gay two, two, two people that were gay kissing? Would that lead to them yelling? You know, would it, would it lead to action? Because the person that always uses those words, faggot, uh, is not somebody always that does not believe in gay marriage, and that could give a shit if somebody was gay. Maybe would even... You know, uh, 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 with open arms, me or somebody else that came out, open those arms and hug that person. I don't think they think that the word has anything to do. Matter of fact, they try to explain always the difference between. No, no. When I use that word, I don't have a problem with gay people. But I think it does. It leads back because your words create... They lead to actions. At what severity? All over the gambit. I have less of a problem with someone that uses that word that doesn't give a shit. That goes, no, I don't believe in gay marriage. I don't believe that it's normal. I don't. I don't. I understand that. But someone who goes, I could give a shit if someone was gay. Whoever makes you happy makes you happy. And don't mind fuck a child that thinks he might be gay when it's perfectly normal but i just want to hold on to using the word faggot 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 because i would imagine this person agrees with my dear friend words don't lead to action and out of all the things that i could think of, that i could paraphrase i should tell you this he was nice he was sweet he let me talk. I let him talk. It was civil. Because I took my own advice. I knew, even though we started going down that path a little bit of trying to use analogies to get him to, expl- to understand something, I used my own advice. I, and I said to this person, you're going to have to do this on your own. I'm not the person to try to explain to you how you're basically at the end of the day going, you, you, I think you're off on this. I think you're off on this. I told him this is between me and him. Not about canceling. Not about other comedians. Not a lady in Wisconsin. I'm telling you, your friend, to you. This is me and you. Not scenarios that it makes my life harder. Uh, When you do stuff like that. Not directly, because directly I would say he's never affected my life, but. And. That words do lead to action. Now that's where we were. That's where we just had to go. I'm not. Oh, so I took my own advice. I'm not the person to try to explain to him. And when I say wrong, who's to say who's right and wrong, okay? When you know someone as well as I know this person, you know, people do. Sometimes have epiphanies in their life, they change their opinion, and I took my own advice to go i'm not going to have a conversation with him that changes his opinion that words do lead to action because I understand with that point of view it's still even if it doesn't lead to action, and you might go, why didn't I take that stance even if and I did i said if it if I didn't think it led to action to action, you know what I mean by what I'm saying that words lead to action to someone making it. You know, you're, you're okay with that person, you just use those words. But it actually still makes it tougher for the person you're saying you're okay with. You're saying, I love that person, whether whatever it would be. In this case, if it was gay, or if it was someone you, you know, whatever the scenario is. Transgender, uh, if somebody was a, a, a woman or a black, and you use one of the words that disparage that group of people... Even if it didn't lead to, he said to me, what if it didn't lead to action? To to actually, and when I say action, I mean, yeah, making that person's life harder by the views other people think you share with them. You might not have those views. You just want to use those words, and that's where it ends. I get it. You just want to use those words. In your head you think, I'm using those words. They took on a new meaning to me, but that's where it ends. I just use those words because they're, they're funny and they're, they have a punch and they, but they do, I do not align with the words that come out of my mouth to would ever want to hurt that other person. Matter of fact, I love that person. I'm happy if anybody finds their true self. My, but, you have, but you have to say, could the words that come out of my mouth end up but what if they didn't? And I wanted to be honest. I didn't want to say, well, then I wouldn't care. That, no, but, you know, it's still so, so, it's still not nice. It's still, it's still a hateful word that you might say it took on a new meaning, but it really didn't. You know, it's funny, whenever people say it took on a new meaning, you know, what was the old meaning? And the old meaning in this one, and it works for every single scenario. The old meaning was, "Hey, eh, you faggot, it was hateful. How about the new meaning? What's that? When somebody does something stupid or different. So it really didn't take on a new meaning. It still derives from negativity. But I get it. My friend and and the comics that use that word, less and less, less and less. They do not think that it literally ends up hurting people physically and mentally. They said that's on the listener. That's what my friend said. And this comic is not my goal to change this comic just so you know, the pressure that I was putting on my friend, it's that it hurt me that you don't see it. I'm not asking you if you see it to then address it with that person. No. But it hurts me, and I didn't want to put my friendship up up as collateral, but I did, was very honest. I said, it's going to affect our friendship because it's just too hard for me, and I gave some scenarios. Like if I used, if this person's, uh, like let's say, I couldn't find anything to, to give an example with my friend, because he's a white straight guy, and I don't know the intricate, as, as close as we are. I didn't know anything that I could do, especially during the phone call today. But I said, you know, if you were married, if you have, you know, whenever I say, like I was gonna say, if you were if you were married to a to a, a black person, and then I always think, well, why would you have to be married to a black person? Well, it just makes it, yeah, yes, anybody can be bothered by uh, by words that come out of people's mouths but maybe when you when you're that much closer to it you see the direct effect it has on that other person so you're that much closer to it I said if your wife was black and I used the n-word but not towards a black person ever I just used it like they still do but less and less I just used it like N rich oh that person won the lottery they're 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 enriched meaning they're sp- instead of sending spend your money thriftlessly. And, and i use that word would you Look, you can't just not have your friends just because they're not on the same page. Oh, that person doesn't like the same music I like. I'll get rid of them. Yeah, that's the way people, when you're putting that in front of them, would like to believe it. But you're saying you do have lines. You, you would probably phase that person out of your life. Hopefully, that doesn't mean you have to tell horrible stories about someone that you once loved for the rest of your life. No. That's your choice. But you might phase them out. Because you just don't crave being around them anymore. Because there's a disconnect there's something out there in the world that hurts you, and it hurts a lot of people, and I'm not being sensitive. No one wants to be called sensitive. Hey, I'm a sensitive guy. When, when, when that comes up, you call me sensitive, and I'll go, thank you for being aware that I'm sensitive. But this, to me, is tangible. And I said, if, if that was the case, and I still use those words, could you see me wanting to, would you part ways with me? Even if it was slowly, even if I was a dear friend all these years, you never knew it. But now you're dating a black girl. And again, you could have not been dating a black girl or a black uh, person and still not like the words. But now you see the, the, what I said, the direct cause that physically and mentally it has on that person's life. That's not just a sensitive person. And and, and he did. He understood. But anytime he understood, he always listened listened a lot but anytime i made a little comparison it never ended up really changing his opinion and where i took my own advice was i went down a two three inches of a you know i went down a, a little bit to try to explain it but then i said this this has to be done on your own and i didn't want to put my relationship up for collateral but i said oh, it will affect it and that's when i gave the analogy of the other if something else with his life you know, we do set we do set parameters. We hope they're fair parameters, but everybody sets parameters. Of course, when a parameter is being set on you, you might not think it's fair, but everybody sets parameters. And. Words don't lead, he was saying, I don't think words lead to action. And again, now that I'm not having the conversation, I do really wonder more. I wondered it before, but now I wonder it even, even if it didn't lead to action, which I absolutely think it does. But even if it didn't lead to action, it was just so, you know. And I gave the example of when you go to couples counseling. You know, two two grown adults go to coupling counseling, and, the, and you say to the, you know, it's, all the person that's, it's not the person saying it, it's the, how the person perceives it. So it's all in the listener, it's all in the receiver's power to let it affect you and let you not. Hey, rising above another person's words are ultimately what you have to do, of course. But that doesn't mean that it feels good. So yes, of course you have to rise above it. It's ultimately in your decision. That person is right, my friend, that says it's ultimately your decision with some help and counseling to strengthen you to the point where some of those just mean-spirited words don't end up uh, affecting you as little as they can. Rising above it. But rising above it doesn't mean that it's kind from the person it's coming from. Yeah, ultimately it's your job, including me, to rise above it. But you hope that your close circle of friends that you love like you can't love anybody at least see the power of those words coming out of your mouth. And at one point I remember to go this when I said this is my own advice that you have to now on your own find someone that you know will disagree with you and have this conversation without me there. And I was proud of myself because we went down the path of trying to do it on our own, but ultimately we left it at this, this is, go- this is going to be on you. You're going to have to find someone that you know disagrees with you that thinks, Oh my God, of course words. It's not me. I'm not going to be able to do it. And whether you do it, that's up to you. I said, I, I did say uh, uh, lovingly, the ball is in your court. I said, look, and I did think of something after I hung up the phone, but I didn't text it because I didn't want it to turn into a one-sided text. You know, it's all, you always think it's so powerful on your end. But the other person doesn't have a chance to respond, so I didn't. But I wanted to because I thought, you know, the Bible is just words. That's all it is. It's just words. But. And so now, oh, I explained to him, my friend that three years ago, I would have just not dealt with this. Because let me tell you something. I did not enjoy the talk. Meaning, and I'm sure, I don't, I don't know if he did or didn't. And not because it didn't go as well as it could go. Because like I said, he was tremendously patient. Very, very patient. And he listened and he was calm, and he was being criticized. I was calm, too. I got more angst. And when I say angst, m- in my voice sometimes, but it was rare. And whenever I did it, I said, I-, I just need to get angst for a second, you know, to my friend. And he always let me, and I always, you know, but, but there was no disrespect from either person. Not at all. Um... So I, as you can see, I lost my train of thought. But basically I was talking about that I did not, I realized that, that this is going to have to be him figuring it out with someone that disagrees with him other than me. And even though it sounds like, well, we did try to discuss it, we did, but, we, but it was, but was mostly not trying to do it. We realized I, I'm, it's not going to happen. We're, we're, I am too much in disagreement with him to get him to the point and you might think well, what if i'm wrong yeah i guess so that's why i don't think i'm the one i don't think i am uh, and i think it's got to be someone that he he respects me but i'm in the middle of it it's it, you know it's got to be someone else that he finds because there i will be very honest that there were sometimes i imagined being in therapy with him because i know sometimes with a great therapist there's some very powerful moments can happen in therapy especially in couples counseling or anything very very powerful where somebody just uses the gift of their knowledge of communication mixed with their intellect and then maybe their street smarts and then all comes together which to me is the perfect therapist very very you know very a lot of action is taken and i imagine some of those moments You know, I did say, I don't know, I didn't say this, but maybe, I I think I did. I said, well, that's a reason, oh, I said in couples counseling, you would go. and, And imagine in couples counseling, if you said to the person, you know, well, that's just on you because you're taking it that way. He goes, well, that's in a couples, in couples counseling, he agreed. That would be a different scenario because you have an agreement with this person And understand okay so then he agreed but still even in not a couples counseling I want to believe as a comic that if I thought that the words that came out of my mouth affected people and I didn't want those people affected negatively I would want to use some of the matter of fact going to couples counseling has made me be a better comedian I don't have to do it I think a comedian should do and you've heard me say this before whatever they fucking want but you're allowed to change you're allowed to on your own fruition. That's what I'm talking about. But there is a reason that. Look, listening to someone doesn't mean you listen, uh, you, you cherry pick what you listen to. If somebody makes a good point, be very weary if it doesn't at least bend your ear. My new favorite thing to say bend your ear it means you don't have to fall to the ground and go oh my god this person is completely right but I'm watching you or listening to you astutely because if I make a great point and by the way it's not always sometimes I know I'm feel it in my heart but I don't make a great point I feel it I I feel it myself I go I didn't make a great point but when I used the therapy thing I thought that was a good point but then he said well that's not you know a relationship there's a reason you can't yell a fire in a crowded extinguisher. Because why? Because words lead to action. And that's all I'm basically saying. That words lead to action. Otherwise, do you think you should be able to yell... Fire? No, nah, I'm just doing it as a joke. Now, is that example ironclad? No. Was there something in there to take? Go, wow, to, to make somebody... In, in this case, my friend, go, wait, I'm talking about if I decide to tell him to listen to this. Could he go, well, wow, that is true. So we left it as I, I it's not, it, that two years ago, I would have not had this conversation, but after a lot of the protesting and the rioting, and I heard a comedian say we need to hold some of our dear friends accountable. There is a time not to bring something up, of course, that still exists. This isn't the time, especially in the name of the cause. There's times not to bring something up. But the message I took, there's probably more times I should. Probably, And this was one of them. It wasn't a fun call. There are yes, I do like to talk. But I should let you know it was not a fun call. It was exhausting. Even though I was dealing with someone that couldn't have been kinder, I I felt sad, frustrated that we could be that much on a different page, a dear dear friend. And what I took out of the like a, a lot of the with what's going on uh, with the uh, with the protesting, was I think a lot of what that I heard that thought that it might actually make a change, it was a lot of my friends saying, we need to up our game. It's not about they're the problem. I'm the problem. I need to up my game. I need to say, I'm not okay with this. I can't be a friend with you around this misinformation. Am I saying, oh, if you don't change, I won't be your friend anymore? It'll make me not crave being around you as much. I don't... uh, is, is that wrong of me? I don't know if there's a right or wrong there. I just... Because, for a second, could you imagine if you found out you, you were wrong that words do lead to action? How then you would... Oh, well, if words led to action... Let me, for a For a second, if you did think words led to action, then could you go, Oh, no, no, no. If I thought words led to action, then I totally understand why Todd would crave being around me less. And that was the conversation that I had. And now I'll just sit back and... And, you know, we he, like I did explain, I go, you know, you, you just don't want to keep repeating how you got to the belief that you have. You just keep repeat. we didn't do that I knew at the end of the call what his belief was, and he knew that I adamantly disagreed. Words lead to action. And again, I think a lot of people even listening will go, even if they didn't, a lot of people are going, how could that end up being your favorite comedian? So there you go.
0: Woo!
3: I wanted to get that off my mind. I wanted to get that off my mind. I will say one other thing. He said, this is when I realized I needed a third person, like a Paul F. Tompkins. Sometimes you get someone that can turn a phrase that's so good. If if an intelligent person, and my friend is intelligent. I think he's off on this, but he's intelligent. The type of phrase that Paul F. Tompkins could turn a phrase. And one of them is, and I didn't have it when he said, I think if a person, if that comedian's words could lead to someone else doing something, and I said at all severities, yes, I think physically, but don't go to that right away. Just let's go. What's, what's, that's, an, that's an extreme that words could lead to action. But even if it was changing someone's view on someone else's rights. Okay, not physically, but he said that person was already like that. That person was already like that. And to me, that's when I wish Paul F. Tompkins was there, because I or you know, or a family counselor, or something like a, wow, that you're really yes, that person might of course already had those thoughts, but are you aiding them? Yes, do you think for me to make my point, I have to go, no, that person that would do something mental or physical or deny somebody their rights, they, they could have been, the no, so even if I'm agreeing and going, you're right, they probably already did think that way. But that doesn't mean that the, the, this comic's words could not make them further think that way. All right. Woo. So who are we calling? I need to take I'm gonna play a song for you and then what I'm gonna do is go to the bathroom real quick. Um I, I didn't do bad on that one. I thought I did pretty good. What can we play? Mm hmm. I'm gonna it's gonna be so quick. And you're gonna take the song in? You're gonna enjoy it? And then we're going to come back and make some calls together and oh, it'll we'll, we'll be great. But still, you know. Streetlight Manifesto. I'm liking a lot of their stuff. I <laughs> hope it's not too loud.
0: Not long ago in my high school days I watched a girl from so far away me I turn my head away and quietly sigh. And when she walk by her head, I'll dance a secret tango that only I could understand. And if she asks me for the time of day, I look her in the eyes and quietly say, Oh, Christina, Christina, I'll be ready to who I am. Oh. So listen up once I tell you once and I'll explain myself the best that I can. Oh, Christina,
2: Christina, She don't know I exist
0: <laughs> well, class to class But I oh, oh. Well, I leave her
2: on am the ground. I got so nervous and I started to dwell I found a car that broke it up
3: <laughs> wow. Christina, Christina, da 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 da
4: wow da, da. <laughs> Christina, Christina
0: da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da Christina
3: Wow, that was pretty quick, right? Pretty quick.
4: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
3: So I'm going to get a little fresh air. I'm going to start calling some people. And there we go. You know what I was thinking? I could probably. uh, thinking I could do a Bruce Springsteen impersonation. You think I could?
4: Yeah,
3: I can do it. I don't know why I always like calling Nick Lipa. He's like, well, he's always got some stories. Are we going? Call Nick Lipa.
0: Calling Nick Lipa.
2: hmm Hold on. Hold on. You there?
3: Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, hold on. I'm gonna turn this down a little. Da 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 da. Da 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 Hold on, hold on. Where is my we're we're going live? No, we're not going live, but hold on. Okay, now it shouldn't feed back. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Wow. Let me hear you now. All right, there you go. Let well, me if it's p- just my voice you don't like, and you're just like, oh, it terrible. Yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to, hold on, let me change the treble. Talk like with a horrible <laughs> voice right now, and I'll keep trying to fix it. Hey, Nick, is that you?
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, hold on, let me, let me, I have the, too much bass. Let me turn the bass down. Okay, Nick, okay. I just tu- Oh hold on one second. Let me turn the bass down a l- gimme one second. I'm gonna turn the bass down just a teeny bit more. You sound a little bassy. It's probably not you. Hold on. Okay, I think we're ready. Are you doing good? Yeah, dude. Nah, hold on. Let now. me turn the let me turn the bass down a little. I you know what? I probably have to turn the master bass down. Now, give me a, like a testing one, two, three. I just turned the bass off. One, two, three. <laughs> You know, Nick, I gotta tell you, you deliver the comedy. I, you know what the thing is, Nick. You know what I need, and you just bang. You're like, you know how to, you know how to dish it out. Oh, well, I'll take the compliment. I think that was a compliment because yeah, you, you're I very specific. It. Like, usually it's when you want something. Wait a second, what do you need from me? Why are you being so del- <laughs> delivering comedy in the perfect measures? <laughs> well, Todd. I needed, I needed an offer from you. What do you need? Uh, I, I really don't need anything. I can't even think about that. I know. You know what? That's what I love. You got to be comfortable. You don't can't think of the bit. You the worst thing is to think you have to do a bit, even when two friends are talking. And then it's like, oh shit! Like what do I got here? I got nothing. You know? Hold on, I got something. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You did the right thing. If you would have like done a shitty bit, Uh, I can tell (laughs) Nick, this is an honest machine. This is no bullshit. Can you do you mind taking this test? test. But Nick, honestly, like whatever the our safe word is, George Stepanopoulos, this is like a serious thing. So I don't want to put it on the podcast if it's going to embarrass you. No, no, uh, let's 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 roll with it. I'm an honest man. Okay, do you think I'm funny? Okay. Do you think I'm one of the top five comedians on the planet? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, do you think there's someone as funny as me?
1: As yes.
3: Okay. Do <laughs> that bit's over. That bit. Get out of it. Well, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to take it, you know. Well, I, even if
4: I said no, you just go...
3: That's, you know what? I was going to do that, but I wanted to do it a little longer and really make it... Like, hold on. Where, let me go back to that. Where is that? Just bear with me. You know my thing to learn right here? No one's in a hurry but me. I shouldn't say even you. Uh, there's no hurry. Everything's fine. Do you... um? When you lived here, did you ever rub shit on my towels. No, no. Uh, oh Nick, that's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever rub shit on my toothbrush? N- no. Uh, oh did you ever how does
1: this sh- machine work?
3: That tells I the I don't know if
1: I trust it.
3: Excuse anyone. me. Excuse are you serious? Oh, Nick, I'll, I'll just edit this out of the podcast. This is a machine. If you saw it, you'd feel stupid. It's gigantic. I had to wheel it into my podcast studio. I swear to fucking God, it's like an iron lug. It's a I'll real fucking machine. What?
1: I'll t- let's, let's keep the questions coming. I don't know if I trust
3: the Well, machine. you're offending me a little bit. I got to be honest with you, but I will ask you a few more questions. Did you ever take the food that I was eating... Feed it to the neighbor's dog when it shit it, remold it into as close as you can get it to how it looked in the beginning, and then let me eat it. No, no. Whew, very nice. Did you have your girlfriend do it? <laughs> no. Uh... Ah, Nick. <laughs> Did, okay, that bit's uh... over. That bit's gone. I. That I did get uh, burritos from a side street corner, and you started eating it, and you're like, "Oh, this is delicious." Yeah, but I would eat. Then, for, but I wouldn't have I a problem with that. Cow tongue. Oh, um, you ate cow. I ate cow tongue. I told you It was cow tongue, and you, you, you got a look of rage on your eyes, like you wanted to murder me in the moment. Oh, but you. It wasn't cow tongue, right? It wasn't, it wasn't cow tongue. <laughs> you didn't it and you were done with the meal, and you were, you were, you were mad at me you do part of the night. Well, no, I wouldn't I mean, have been... I can't believe you don't remember that. Well, no, if you, first of all, only if you made, but you admitted it wasn't cow tongue. Yeah, I admitted it was a cow tongue, but I don't think you believed me. No, no, that's wrong, because if you, well, it depends if you were on mushrooms, and I didn't know where you were coming from, but I believe you that if you made a joke and then you said, I swear, it not if you said you swear it wasn't, that I would believe you. So m- I, maybe you remember it a little different um, because, uh, but I do sort of remember, I, I do, I would, I would get mad, but I would like getting got. In other words, I don't think I would have minded it. If you would have went, no, it's not. I would have been like, you, you fuck. Like I would have liked getting got. As long as I didn't, now I wouldn't like it the other way. If it was caltung. no, then I wouldn't forgive you. Well, that's fair
1: enough.
3: Was it Cal have you ever had cow tongue? It's delicious. Stuff. No, because you eat... You know what happens? You eat it, and you go, mmm. And then it goes, mmm. And then you go, mmm. And, go, mm, and, mm, and then it goes, mmm. And then you go, mmm. And then it goes, mmm. Get it? <laughs> that was a comedian's joke. Uh, he used to write for the... his his. I. I it's not Chris Rock, but where it was Chris Rock, and it's a different Chris Rock, but he was a comedian in the 80s, and he wrote for National Lampoon, and I remember he'd come to the comedy works, and I was trying to think... It's not Chris Rock, of course, the Chris Rock. I would go, I know Rock was in his name. I'm positive. It might have it been Chris Rock. And then this, and then, but he just was, you know, so if you're out there and you knew in the 80s and you knew this comedian named Chris Rock, was it Chris Rock? He wrote for National Lampoon, but that was one of his jokes. If you eat caltong, it'll go, mm, and then you'll go, mm, and then it'll go, mm, and then you'll go, mmm. Thank you. Now, I think that joke's interesting. It's interesting, right? I have a group of people here. It's interesting, right? No, was, that, was all that stuff I just talked about, was that interesting? It's interesting. It's very interesting. Am I interesting? Not funny. No, but it's interesting. It's not funny, but it's interesting. Yeah, okay. there? No, I just make these pre-recorded things. Want to hear something like, for instance, if I say something just generic mumbling? Here we go. I go, Nick, everyone's talking about you, uh, you, about what happened to you. Everybody's talking about it. Oh, yeah, everybody's talking about it because they were saying, oh, yeah, Nick got, and then he ended up getting in trouble, so, but everybody was talking about it. Like, so, Nick, you heard about Nick? Yeah, yeah, well, so anyway, here's what happened. So he was, um, he was at the mall. And every and and uh, see, doesn't it sound like a lot of people? Because I'm the lead voice, you believe that everyone's just talking what about what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I was believing. Him. Do I hear Steve in there? Steve hey, Bernard? yes, you do. And listen, Nick, yeah. Nick, Nick, leap a shit, and everybody's talking about it. He's shitting Todd's food. What? Now he's shitting his food.
4: I know, I couldn't believe it.
3: He's shitting his food, and um, what happened was he was living with him for a while, and then he goes and he looks in there and his shit. And he goes, Did you shit in my food? Yeah, and everyone was like, He did, he did. He definitely, everybody was talking about it. He's shitting in food. Nick Lipa shits in people's foods. <laughs> All right, so listen, I want to get to very specific stories. Where are you right now? Thank you. you I could, mean, do, you could lie to me, and I'd never know, but Nick, I know you. Are, how dim are they? It's just
1: a tiki torch. Just one single torch Wait, out you, on the patio.
3: Oh, you're out on the patio. I love it. See, that puts me in a better mood. Are you? Is anybody... Well, you know, I, th- Go ahead. I, I took this tip from you. I have a sliding glass door,
1: and so I put the, the, the flame right outside the door.
3: One flame outside a door... Yeah. I don't it care if you're, if you're in an apartment and you have a teeny little patio and you put one torch. I don't care if they say you can't. You get a big glass jar and you stick it in it. One, it's not a candle. It's a torch. Changes your whole fucking mood. Yeah,
1: yeah. And it's like, a, it's, it's like having a little fire
3: pit, too. It's like having a little fire pit. Yeah. It's very, it's a very, you can make a lot of, uh, anyway, who cares? I do. I do, I do So, um, but anyway, you're there Now I want to talk about You used to talk about this And, you know, I just want to get I just Folks, truth Truth George Caron, the truth We're changing it over It's happening quicker and quicker Um, Your grandmother, you said Now she's not going to listen to this show Look, everybody did things like. But you said your grandmother Hooked up with a guy once uh, For a tractor?
1: No, no she hooked up with a
3: guy for a convertible, a car. But did she? Did she just happen to get? A, because this has happened: guy, guy, girl, guy, 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 girl, guy. It's gonna get happen in any scenario. We're telling. We're t- basically talking about a story where maybe somebody, you know, uh, tried to get the best uh, out of somebody else. And not, so, 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 hold on. So, anyway, here's the story. In this case, it happens to be your grandmother. Uh, so she was fooling around with. Oh, she she wouldn't fool around with him. I don't know about the fooling around
4: part, but she was going on, like, a couple dates with this guy. And And this
1: guy, like, fell madly in love with her Mm -hmm. just over the course of, like, a few months. Mm -hmm. And so he spent his entire summer driving his tractor plowing fields to save enough money to buy her a car to impress her.
3: Okay. Now, now stop right there. You know this story because your grandmother shared it with you.
1: Yes shared it with me and there's a there's back story on the reason why she shared it with me okay, and no. know, it
3: was like go ahead hold on one second i, I want to let out. you know i'm going to let nick everybody tell his story then i'm going to maybe go in well let nick go first and don't try to change it around i i, I just want to hear so anyway she she he's courting her basically is that what the expression they would say yeah yeah he, he's trying to court
1: her like he spends summer, like three or four months, right?
3: And then she tells to a tractor, you, plowing fields, yeah, earning money. She's telling you the story and keep going.
1: And then he goes and buys her a car, mm-hmm. and it wasn't a convertible, I don't think. I, I don't know what type of car it was, This is 1950s. So, uh, buys her a car and uh, um, <laughs> he goes and gives it to her, and she's like. Oh, I love it! Thank you. And she gets in a car and drives off from Ohio down to Florida. And okay, she just
3: leaves the state. Now here's here's what I think, Nick. Thank you for telling it exactly the way I've heard you tell it, probably two times, because every three times, four, because every year I ask you to retell it. Because every time, and I'm and I'm glad you delivered. I think you're a little off, meaning because who she's that that would be horrible, but. Did she say? I think she
1: probably slept with him once or twice. Yeah, but I mean.
3: maybe, maybe he bought her the car as a nice gesture, and she at the time even loved him, and that was like, oh my god. And then, you know, he started to be blah 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 abusive, or you know, verbally, or not nice, or not sweet, or whatever. And then she tells the story, you know, so and you know what, I just took that car and I hightailed out of town. But the way you're making it sound is she went, thanks a lot, boom, and just peeled out right in front of him. Wait, time. did you hear I, what I just said? Did she, yes. did he get her the car? She started it up and went, see you later, <laughs> sucker. Blue, I
4: on the
3: gas. Is that what happened? That's <laughs> the way, by the way, mean, Nick, exactly hold on, stop. Like Nick, that. I record the show. As of course I do. Now we're yes. going to the audience is going to go back and listen and, and say, he did make it sound like, even me, I'm going to go back and listen. It sounded to me, by the best of my memory, he went, she bought her the car, he courted her, and then, rum started the car up and peeled out in front of him.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, that's totally fair. I will, I will give that. She pr- probably, they probably went on a dinner or something, and then they probably, she okay.
3: went out to eat and then
1: she, she got the car and then like left a week later. That's probably realistically what
3: happened. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm reporting her. She's still alive? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm reporting her. That's why I'm doing this show. And I'm reporting her to the DMV because that car is not registered, probably, because he never registered it over there. No one takes a car, steals it from you, and uh, unless it was already in her name. And I don't believe it was. Or why wouldn't that detail the story been told? So your grandmother is a fugitive, and I'll put her ass in jail. I could give a fuck. I'll give her name out. If that car is in a barn somewhere, she's she's fucked. <laughs> now, did she once show you a picture? Here's another time I'm going to defend her. And I, and I Dude, think these I,
4: I already know the story you're asking. I'm surprised you know
3: them you know No, you, you probably don't. All. And to the listening audience, they go, well, did he call uh, Nick to bait him? No. I know these stories. I wanted to lay them down on record. He's telling them exactly, believe me, as he told them the first time, he's not exaggerating, he's not changing it, he's not trying to... But but this other one is another story, which... And by the way, maybe his grandmother's just like a funky... Like, nothing's... nothing. You know, none of the story makes her... You, she either is probably one extreme and just horrible or just you know very opened about sexuality and stu- and, and because this story, Nick tells me that there was a picture of her and one of those things you look in and it makes and it makes the picture look bigger, right Yeah, yeah, like one of those little gem locket things you used to walk around with before uh, uh, before, I, uh, before people existed <laughs> um, yeah, I guess no no, no I I don't know. So, and it's I a little thing. Like, 10 photos? The picture is actually the size of a stamp, maybe a teeny bit bigger, but when you look in, it looks maybe the size of four stamps. Amazing pieces. You no, know, I'd even say it's smaller than a stamp. It's, it's really tiny, and you you look at it through the light. Oh, you look, Oh, that's something else. Okay. So, anyway, yeah. nevertheless, and you, and it was there, and you went over. Did she? Uh, go ahead. And she just, uh, you, you she, yeah, she showed me it, but She showed it to, it me to you. Like look at this cool little, like knick-knack sort of thing. Like, mm-hmm. look at this cool piece of artifact, this cool piece of history. And she goes, take it and look at it in the light.
1: And so I take it and I look at it and I go, it's a naked woman. And my grandma just goes, oh, yeah, that's me. I used to put these in lockets and uh, give, <laughs> I used to have a couple of them.
3: Hmm. Now, I think. So I, go ahead. I guess it's like you sent
1: nudes back in the day. But she told me I could keep it and I thought it was a cool thing, but I didn't want to keep it because it's like. I'd have a nude photo of my grandma when she's in her like twenties or thirties.
3: Now let me ask you a question. I know it's hard to look at your grandmother uh, artistically. If I could say it in the in the in the best way that I could possibly say it, but um, do you think that uh, she was uh, attractive? Was she was she like was she pretty?
1: She she, she had her audience.
3: Wow, truckers. I guess it's, uh... Okay, listen. Enough. Listen. Let me just say one thing. Hold on. That is the story of Nick's grandmother. Right there. (laughs) I'll end it better than that. I'm not going to leave you hanging. And that is the story of Nick's grandmother. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Nick Leap on the phone. We're going to talk for another 10 minutes. Wow, what a night. What a night if only Nick could hear the reverb in my voice. voice. Ladies Ladies and gentlemen, back Nick Leapa! Bye bye bye. Nick Leapa's on the phone. I'm gonna get you a jingle made next week, I promise. Oh, oh, that'll be fancy. Well, Joe, I. Joe? Joe McKenzie? Yeah, yeah. You don't have the sleeping one anymore? Oh, do you know what? I must have that, but it's not up on the phone. Yeah, it was uh, when Nick Leapa, he only sleep uh, in the barn tonight. (laughs) You don't hear any of that reverb, do you? (laughs) No? No, no, I don't hear anything. I
1: just I just hear you humming into a phone. Hold on. Hold on.
3: Hold on. This could work. Okay. Do you do you you hear it now? Imba ba, imba ba, imba ba, in the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps to night. In the jungle, the
0: wild jungle, the lion sleeps to
3: right, done. Now I'm all you again. So, um, how is uh, your, uh, how's your mom? No, I don't want to talk about your mom.
1: She's doing good. She's doing good.
3: Why, do you talk to the, her? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I, I
1: went out to, to dinner with her like two weeks ago. Said, Nick,
3: it, what, when I talked to you last, it's like, well, you know what? It's funny. I was about ready to to truth, to yeah. criticize, not criticize you, but like be, uh, be, uh, Curious, like, wait, last week it sounded like this, but then you remember your own family uh, between some of my siblings. Sometimes one day it's bad, then one day later everything's fine. Not yeah, fine, but you, you can like, get in the really same like, room. with like depression or a mental illness, and they like, you know, one day they have their ups, and the next day they have their downs. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, when they have their ups, they're rare, and you go visit them then. And... Right. That makes a lot of sense. You don't, there's not a chance, truth that your mom would ever listen to this podcast or you would never talk about this. There's just no... Yeah,
1: yeah no, there's, yeah, there's no chance. Even if she... I don't think she would ever be able to find it or have the wherewithal to find the exact minute mark either. Like, I don't think she'd listen to it for an hour.
3: No, no. <laughs> it really does make a segment a lot better. Like, I'll tell you, here's the new music. I didn't want to play it for you yet, but... uh I think you'll like it. <music> Ladies and
0: gentlemen, on the phone with us, us. The the we'll only-
3: You like, it?
1: you like it? Yeah, the whole nine yards was impressive. The, the audio, the vocals, everything.
3: I'm going to take a hit of pot. Is there anything you want to ask me? How can you smoke and still hold your notes for that long? Well, Nick, I've made my living. Uh, what if I, I gave you $100 to ask questions about how good my voice was? <laughs> Nick, please, I want to make the audience th- to, to see me in a different light. So I'm going to call you tonight. I'll play very modest, but just like really keep mentioning. You go, you got a great voice, so you, and you do it, you do it perfectly. Do um, you have me do the shitty
0: voice at the beginning to up your
3: voice? To up my voice. Yeah, do a bit. You'll be like, <laughs> here we go. Excuse me. Well, I'm going to take a, a hit.
1: Baby,
3: baby, when I wrote this song, I was all fucked up on different shit.
0: <laughs>
3: all right, wow, Nick, I just got really, really, um, really. You know how sometimes you want to be at a certain point, whether you're drinking, I know like th- three drink nights, I can get to a three drink night on the road at a comedy club, because that'll happen a reasonable amount, uh, it, and it'll be a late show, boom, 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 three drinks, mm-hmm. right in a row, shots, Shots. you know, within, uh-huh. within five minutes, I just go to the bar, boom, 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 when I want to do that. And I get on stage, and I'm exactly where I want to be. Those shows. Now, as far as if that's good for your health or not, I always say that because I don't want to make it look like I'm. Uh, uh, there's a difference And three drinks. Probably some people would wish that's all they had, but uh, but three drinks. It's still you know it's three three shots. It's still, but uh, my, as far as my show goes, uh, I can have a great show. It'll help my show even. You at 17, right? Yeah. Remember you said one night you go, you go, I'm going to have 17 drinks. You know, I can still, like, function. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the, fu- what do you, hold on. Listen, I wrote some questions down for you here. Did you ever see Michael, do you know who Michael Connell is? Michael O'Connell? You know this the guy who sings, I just want to, uh, why won't you let me play with your Asian baby? No. Oh, you, oh, you got to go, go look at his work. You'll like him. Uh, uh. Then he was saying that he saw him in a oops, that he saw him in a um, a movie called The Living Will, The Living Wake. Did you ever hear that movie, The Living Wake? No, no, is, it,
4: is this a comedy
3: act? It's like, it's it's uh guy? it's it's yeah it's com- it's definitely comedy. I didn't see it yet, but but uh, but I but because my girlfriend's brother was telling me that all these great you know Eddie Pepitone is in it and uh, Mike O'Connell is a star, and then there's like other good actors. So just like the list of actors And that Eddie's in it um, uh, I don't even know who Mike O'Connell is Yeah, Well you can get familiar with him You know just go to YouTube And then you'll figure out who he is But he's really He's really a a fun He he does comedy without a guitar But he also does really funny songs He does like You know In the best way that you can utilize Playing the guitar I feel like guys like him Show it You know That uh, you know He utilizes it in a very funny way You know he doesn't just take uh, advantage that he can play the guitar. You know, he writes really brilliant, funny songs, silly songs, and great, you know, Khan. What's the movie called again? I don't give a shit. No, it's called The <laughs> um, the Living... Uh, I, I just wanted to make sure I say it right because I think I keep saying it wrong. Um, hold on. There it is. Living Wake. The Living Wake. The Living Wake. Go watch it, it. You'll like it, listeners, and then you'll, uh, you'll call me and you'll be like... Um, I just did a cameo where the person asked me... I shot it before I came into the studio, and it was about wedding advice, which I love to yeah. talk about. And I have it down pretty pat. I, have, I, I was proud of myself. I was hitting all the beats. Like, and, I cameo- and I started doing the cameo. It went to 10 minutes. Now, once before, I had trouble sending a 10-minute cameo, so I didn't want to... And I was only halfway done. So I finished it, and I said, Hey, listen, I'm just going to YouTube you. I'm just going to have Cameo send you another 10-minute clip. So I just went. The first one went through. I went to uh, my camera, videotaped me doing another 12 minutes, and then going to send that to Cameo, and they'll forward it to them. Because I, I just, I couldn't do it any shorter. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, who, who cares?
1: 24-minute Cameos.
3: I know. You know what? It was fun. Like, if I'm having a good time, I don't care. I, I was doing uh, some, There. you know what? I, I actually like doing them.
1: As they keep going on, they're
3: like, hey, you know what? I'll I'll start paying you guys instead. Yeah, well, I'm not... No, you know the way I look at anything, and I'll be just so honest with you. Like, I make a a small donation from every single one. So far, I'm just going to do it to an animal shelter. Yeah. But I haven't taken any of the money out. Whatever I made, it's still in there. But when I take it out, I know exactly what I'm going to do with it. But, you know, I'm very smart in my life with, with you know being smart with my money i wasn't in the beginning now i am and i'll look at anything and make the what some people might not seem as a lot of money i'll make it make sense without saying exactly how much if i said wait do i think it's worth the energy that somebody buys all my food they go wait if you do this amount per month we'll buy all your food well how's that going to decide you just go to the store as many times as you want whatever you normally buy we'll buy it i'd say the answer to that is absolutely yes and uh and I enjoy it. I enjoy it. And you know what? It's a pandemic and I thought, don't be stupid. You can do two good things. Uh, you can have it pay for something and uh, and then you could and give money to, uh, you can help a cause out too. You can do two good things, you know? Yeah. So, um, but, I've, but I've actually enjoyed, like some of them, are like just, you know, I get back here and it's like, I'll just turn the camera on and I'll enjoy, like I got high one night and did one for same thing. It was like, it ended up being like 13 minutes. And, but I was having... I could have gone longer. Now, see, the thing that sucks... What am I just talking about? It doesn't matter. Are so you just
1: talking about cameo
3: still? Oh, yeah, the one I, I got, did. I got lost. I, I did a, lost. I did a cameo today for wedding advice. And I, it was like hard for me to keep it any shorter than 24 minutes. That was how the whole fucking story started. But anyway, you know, Excuse my... The audience does not want to hear me call you and tell you what I just did. Even though, for me, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey Nick, how you doing? So, listen, here's what I did. To then I had to go do this. Right, right. <laughs> uh, hey Nick. Then, uh, so then on the podcast, I said to uh, to you, I'm actually going that current. I'm talking about talking to you a minute ago. I was talking to you when you just called. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Listen, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say goodnight because I'm going to call Danny LaBelle. Yeah, right. But um, his assistant seems pretty pissed at him. Oh, listen, that's exactly what I'm going to talk about. I'm hoping, hoping that Alan answers because that was crazy, right? I hope he has more information.
1: I just hope he just keeps, cause just, just keep
3: racking it up on Danny LaBelle. It's, it's, here's it's the deal. A, between me, me and you. on him. Between me and you. I don't want to believe it. And then there is whether I believe it or not. It says, do I want to believe it? No. But be honest, me to you. Do you think it's true?
1: I think it's a possibility. I think it's a high possibility. I don't want to,
3: I don't want to say no. I mean, look, I'd rather, if I was going to hear something, I'd rather not hear this. It's not uh, anything to do with, uh, you know, some of the stories you hear. And I, I you know what I mean, They're all over the gambit right now. It's still a shitty story, but if I'm going to learn something shitty about someone, I would, I guess the worst it would be that he's just fucking rude and he's an asshole. Some do, peop- do
1: you want to know why I trust Alan and I take his, uh, his, uh, Danny LaBelle, I take his assistant's story mm-hmm. that Danny's kind of awful? hmm uh, Next time you see him,
3: take a hard look at Daniel LaBelle's fingernails. They're perfect. Ah, oh, he's like an old mafia guy. Yeah, they're perfect. Not a not a shell, not a seed has been cracked by those fingers. <laughs> but that's Danny LaBelle's fingers. He's talking about his assistant, Alan. Yeah, yeah. His his, his assistant. No, his
1: assistant's fingers are, are atrocious. They're just all splintered.
3: Yeah, but but the, the Alan said. That he made, that Danny made, Alan open the sunflower seeds with his fingers, with Danny's fingers. Do you follow me? Don't. Do you get it? You're, I think one of us is lost, and I think it's interesting. I don't think I am. I think you. I, I
1: think I was lost. I think I was lost. I thought. I thought. I thought Alan had to open up all of Danny LaBelle's
3: sunflower seeds. He did. Even funnier. It's even funnier that Alan, or Danny LaBella has Alan open it up using Danny's finger. No, he didn't say that. What Alan said was, is that Danny makes Alan himself open up yeah. the fingernails. And he said, and Danny knows that I have very short fingernails. That making it even meaner. So what you were saying is, like, we don't have to go back and forth. One of us, I think... Oh, okay, I get it now. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> this yeah. is
3: this is my favorite type of call because it's 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 about nothing, but it's it's about everything because it's about any conversation you could have with your friend, especially if you're smoking pot and somebody gets lost. So I'm happy to have it, but it but I'm also aware how it sounds like uh, like us two us two buffoons. You know, uh, wait a second, didn't you say? Yeah. Say like, what the fuck are they talking about? The bottom line is, you believe it, rethink of it here, uh, you believe that Danny, this might be true, what about Danny makes you think, I'm going to give it a listen and hope it's not true? Let's leave it at that. You're going to give it a listen, but yeah. you hope it's not true. What is it? Why, why do you think, when, when you meet Danny, what is it about Danny, you think there might be that, that he's not nice? That, that I, 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 I haven't seen
1: anything. But I, have heard stories. Mm-hmm. I've heard. I mm-hmm. mean, have you ever seen the way he's left your show? Yes,
3: before? yes, yes. Yeah. I know exactly what locked. you're talking about. Thank he you. He's he likes a cigarette, before he, likes he a cigarette before he even leaves the building, and there's a yeah. certain. Like a uh, disregard. Oh, you're so right. You are so. You're there's a disregard. You, like, say it, and you take the words out of my mouth. That's like, like you know when you're trying to say something and somebody else says it? There's a disregard. Do I hope? Do I love Danny LaBelle? Yes. But I don't love him enough to, I want it not to be true because I listen with an open mind and I'm able to change my opinion. I want to be fair. I want to be fair. I want to be fair to the facts. And if those facts end up being that Danny LaBelle didn't do this stuff, I'm happy. But if the facts are that this sounds, these rumors sound to be true and they have validity, I want to know that because uh, it would adjust the way I treat him. I would want to bring it up to him. So either way, I am open to hearing the truth. And you know when you want to hear the truth, you'll usually end up getting to hear it. And maybe, maybe he'll be open to help. If, if, if anybody is. is. If it's true, maybe he'll be open to help. Thank you. What we're basically saying is God bless Danny Labelle. Please, ladies and gentlemen, we are, and I don't pray for that many things. <laughs> but dear God, please, 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 please. Dear, God, dear God, please, please. We all focus our prayers on Danny We hope, we hope, we hope that our prayers to Danny Labelle. We'll make him a better person, and we reach out with our hearts and say, Danny, just be honest. Be honest with what you did, because Danny, no matter what you did, no matter where you get the world today, Danny, you it." Look in the world and say, That is what I do, and you're not gonna want to be done one second. Me walking down the street and just help, help help me, help me. Glory, glory,
0: hallelujah! Glory, glory, hallelujah! Glory.
3: Imagine there's no water, <laughs> Nick. I am fresh aired out, like in a crazy way. Like I'm in a, I'm, I feel great right now. Hey, I have to go to the. Here's what I'm gonna do. To, truth, I have to go to the bathroom. Will can will you do a little something to I like get back? <laughs> you, want, you want me to do something till you get back? And don't make me edit it. Don't do anything stupid. I don't give Aristotle edits. So whatever you do, it's fine. But can you, would you like to, could, would, you, would you be able to t- pass the time? And it's going to be quick. I would yeah, say. Do you, to, do you want me to share a story or two? Just, just well, to myself, because nobody else is listening, except the audience. But it, it, theoretically, nobody's listening right now. Well, I don't appreciate the way you make our show sound. We have uh, 20,000. Is there there? 20,000. Twenty thousand per week. It's nowhere near some podcasts, but twenty thousand a week. It, I'll tell you what. It's it, impressive. At the clubs, you feel it. That's what I. That is what uh, really makes me like this. Like doing this podcast is that the people that listen will go to the shows a lot, and that's ultimately what I want. And uh, and then you get you you get really good audience members showing up to your shows. You know, sometimes even a night where there's, let's say, a 300-seat club or 275, and let's say there's 60 podcast people there. 50. 50. 30. How about 30? You're in a room that holds 275. 30, 40, that makes a big difference with the shows because that energy all around the room. So 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 people uh, on a Saturday night, you know, when there's 75 to 100 podcast people there, I feel it. And, um, uh but other than that
1: even edit.
3: what are you saying i don't use the restroom i go right outside the studio and pee uh but there I've was met, something a monkey in my apartment building the other night so I'll just talk about that really i don't know maybe i want to hear this one <laughs> do, you, do you do well i don't think people should have monkeys so i don't know if i want to glue i don't think they should either Okay, hold on. Listen. Here's what I'd like you to do. And I'm going to be honest. And to truth, I don't trust you that much with the stories. But what I would ask you to do truth, and then I'll come back and I'll hear truth. You know what truth means, right? Yes, yeah. It means you know what it means. Uh, if you yeah. could and then come back, I want to hear the monkey story and whatever. I could hear two stories. I'm I'm I I've got nothing but time. To hear a story about a monkey, I just don't want to paint it like it's cool to have a monkey. It's not, if it was a rescued monkey. No no, 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 it's not cool to have a monkey. Right. Okay. The first one was honestly a little weird. Okay, listen. Weird. That's a funny thing. Weird. My sister's weird. You're telling me I shouldn't love her? Okay, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, so, but, but what I would like you to do, would you just hum in the background for about 40 seconds? That, that I trust you to do. And to truth, I want you to just hum. Uh, I can put some good music in for you. Just, right. I know it doesn't seem like a big I humming and then you're gonna put the music in afterwards. No, no, I'm gonna put the music in now. And I know it doesn't seem like uh, to ask you to hum, it doesn't seem like a, 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 it, it seems childish, you know, but I'm gonna make well, it here, here's no, what I'm gonna use my all and I know
1: the audience can't see it, yeah. but I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna dance and so I'm gonna
3: wag my finger. Okay, hold on. How about would you like this in the background?
1: <laughs> no,
4: that's perfect.
3: No, you don't know, i let you pick. Or you could, like, maybe... Let me get some good stuff for you here. I want you to be happy. And it prolongs the show. Don't say anything. I'm trying to stretch out the show, so sometimes... (laughs) Aristotle, edit this out. Aristotle, definitely edit this out. Uh, 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 Truly edit it out. Um, But I'll just do this to make the show go... Fluff it up with some music. Yeah, you know what I do? Sometimes on no. the show, I'll go, oh, I can't find it. I can find it. It's just stretching out the show. The next thing you know, you spend 10 minutes acting like you can't find something on a soundboard. I Meanwhile, well, I'm sitting here with my feet up in the air, you know, eating a piece of cheesecake. But it sounds so real. I'm like, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, and then you can tell add people at your shows. Like let me write this down so I have uh, Watch my even luck. If, I'll... Even if you
1: just do it like for five
3: seconds, every couple of minutes, it adds up. Right you get it you totally get it cuz you're right it hold yeah. on let me let me write this mile marker down because imagine i've left this something like this in once before and it was embarrassing okay so we're at 123 remember definitely to do not forget to make sure you tell aristotle okay anyway yeah um the best investment ever was getting this
1: cardboard cutouts so when we leave the podcast studio, we're getting fresh air. It still looks like there's people in
3: there. Oh, when I did the video Walmart. show? When I had the video yeah. show, we had car... You remember those days. Um, we had yeah. the cardboard cutouts. We, we were outside smoking the whole goddamn show with lav mics. And the audience is going, oh, look, we're watching the whole show going on. Because we, they, we got one of those that wiggled back and forth. And we put fans on them. So from the back, it just looked like you were bobbing your head back and forth. And we didn't do any of the front angle shots. So we'd be out there smoking pot. We did the whole show from out there. The audience never knew shit. Anyway, let me give Aristotle a back, in, a back in. So just take it a different direction. Hold on, hold on. I want a clean opening. I want a clean opening. And spice it up a little. Let's make our, you know. So anyway, that's why I really like the people that come out. The podcast people are great people. I mean, these are smart, smart, smart people. I hate this bit. True, true truth. Yeah, Do you like this? Wow. Ah, we're ready to hear a story from Nick Lipa It's not unusual. His stories have monkeys in them. And when he tells a story about something with a monkey, you wonder, what's the monkey do? What's the story about a monkey? This is the greatest monkey story ever I told. I got a monkey story. You know what's good about me? I don't worry about singing with the tune. A lot of people want to sing with the melody of the song. I just do whatever I want. It's enough noise, and it'll fool enough people. So who had a monkey? Uh, so I, I walked out of my apartment building,
1: and uh, we were going to go smoke a joint And uh, down in the, in the parking lot. And as I'm walking out, I just see the uh,
3: Can I ask you a question? What time is it? Yeah. Right now? Yeah.
1: It's, uh, yeah, I'll walk over
3: to my clock and check it out. It's 9.23. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, see, so you saw the sunlight over there. It's still daylight. I know. I, could, yeah, no, I get just in just here and I make it. Here. I like to start a little earlier. So I get in here and I just make it as dark. <clears throat> God, that hurt my voice. I get it as dark as I can. So once I'm in here, I really do forget uh, that it's daytime and it feels really nighttime in here even the window i have a like a black a black piece of cardboard that i cut out for the window on the other side so it's pitch black there's nothing in here there's no light whatsoever and i love it it feels me i even play i even put music on for me to peer to when i come in like if i come out here an hour before the show i turn the ac on i leave jazz music on siri because i like to walk into it and i'll even turn all the band lights on the drums, the, the, the one set up with the, with the trumpet there. We bought like a trumpet just to have. And then the keyboards. There's no AC over there. Remember the AC used to be over in that corner? It's not there anymore. Yeah, yeah, you have it up on the shelf now, you're saying? Yeah, it just looks clean now. The whole thing, it looks so clean. It's great. I just, you know, one day. <laughs> oh, one day. So, monkey. You go outside, the person has the monkey. Yeah, so I go inside the but I don't realize it's a monkey. I think it's like a dog. It looks like a dog, like a little tiny poodle standing on somebody's shoulders. But I see a tail. Oh. Boy, why are you no, I'm sorry, I don't know what that that's probably oh, that lie detector is on still. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, so we go Just I keep just telling out. the story, never stop, okay? <laughs> I
1: see her again. So we go, smoke our joint, go to our uh, bed, I go upstairs, and uh, uh, I go back downstairs, and I bump back into the lady again. And she doesn't have the monkey this time, but I recognized her, and I was like, oh, that was really cool that you had the monkey. And she was like, yeah, I don't like making a big scene about it when I go out in public. And then uh, I asked her if I could see the monkey, and she brought me over to her apartment building, and uh, she had a, a little monkey. Uh,
3: <laughs> Nick, what did she have? Nick, act like you admit telling the truth. Finally, but stay to monkey for a while, and then you, I like, uh, finally. Nick, did she have a monkey? She had a monkey. Did you know she- Nick, do we? Nick, yeah. she, had a yeah, she, had a she had a monkey. Nick, come on. She Nick, she had a
1: cat dressed like a monkey. Like she had a, a little like a... <laughs> because- <laughs>
3: You know what's so funny is that the cat dressed like a monkey is actually better. Like the person made up a story that's, that, that the real thing is like, it's because to see a cat dressed as a monkey, now that's something. But to see a monkey dressed, you know, you shouldn't be dressing monkeys up. You know what? Unless you're having a wedding and you want to put them in the middle of the table to make people
0: laugh. <laughs> that's hilarious. Honestly, uh, you
1: know, I—I I, I think I told you the story when I when we were uh, when I lived with you. But
3: uh, um, when so I used to live out in this neighborhood. When- oh, and by the way, one other thing: tell that woman to leave her monkey in the zoo where it doesn't belong either.
1: <laughs> That's a good one, you
3: motherfuckers. Well, this- I don't like that word, but I don't want to make Aristotle edit it out. Just to let you know, lay the record down. I like it. Um, I can say fuckers does the same thing. It's okay. Comes out once in a while. But the mother, Never like the way the mother sounds later. You know, fucker, you got a good word, you know? But does it remind you of to too many family issues? How dare you? You know what, Nick? That's rude, and I wouldn't always be honest with you. Well, I would be pretty honest with you. Well, I would try to tell you the truth. I would do what's ever easier for me. No, I do always tell you the truth. Come on. I, I, come on. I, I actually do. I never do. Okay. Uh, so didn't you say you had another story with a monkey, and then i got to let you go? Yeah,
4: yeah. So this one's quick,
1: and this is the reason not to have monkeys.
3: And by the so way, that woman should have left her monkey at this... Oh, I already talked about that. Go ahead.
1: yeah. <laughs> rich and we were, heard rumors that she had monkeys and we all just kind of thought it was rumors and we didn't believe it and then one day my mom befriended the lady
4: somehow we went into her yard and she had these cages with all these little monkeys.
3: Oh monkeys. Nick this is a sad story.
1: I know I know it, 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 is a sad story. it is a sad story so a bunch of the neighbors started petitioning to get the monkeys out of there and they were like, "The monkeys he left, left here," but and they were like, "It's not part of the HOA guidelines. This is, we don't have. We're not allowed to have monkeys. It's an exotic animal." And the other people in the neighborhood fought to keep the monkeys. <laughs> the other people in the neighborhood fought to keep the monkeys. It ends up this lady was a little crazy, and one day she decided to commit suicide. Before she committed suicide, she let all the monkeys out of the cage in our neighborhood.
4: And then for weeks just monkeys would terrorize our neighborhood, like we were living in Jumanji. And like they would like come up on the trash and stop and jump around. Not funny, but interesting.
3: I think I'm on fire here tonight. Anyway, so um, anyway, Nick, you're great. Thank you. Um, And uh, I have your jingle by next week. Well, Joe, I uh, asked him, can we get a new the same song for the pandemic, but put the week in it like it's week number nine, just somewhere within the song. That's my only request. And I don't and I don't take my request lightly with Joe. I always appreciate these beautiful songs he puts a lot. plays all the instruments and all the songs. By the way, not that you would ever notice, l- you the <laughs> listener. Pooh, I spit on you. Um, well, go cut this out, Todd, but they're not too smart. They don't know about the
1: whole button thing. No, they yeah,
3: don't know about the whole. My listeners, if they knew about buttons, they'd uh, They'd. they'd uh, but shh. Okay, hold on. Let me write this down. <laughs> don't let audience hear us make fun of them, talk about buttons, no matter what you do. Who takes a note like that? Um, don't, no matter what you do, don't forget to have that edited out by Aristotle. I'm talking in an Andy Kindler voice. Mm-hmm. And a third thing. Uh, it actually reminds me of Eddie Pepitone's to-do list, that whole series. Oh, right. Eddie Pepitone. <laughs> Sad what happened. He got hit by a bus, and he's not going to live. Anyway, I got to go. All good- right. All right. Thank you. All right. I'll see you. Bye. Call call Eric Olson. No no hold on. He's not gonna answer. Call Danny Labelle. Assi- Daniel Lobel. I hope his assistant answers. I honestly do. He could call back. Like Danny's the type of guy. I'll call you back in five minutes. You know what I mean? I picture him with his shirt with a with a napkin Hi, you've reached Daniel Lebel, tucked in his shirt. Productions. A oh, productions! And call you back. Wow, very positive. Hi, Danny. It's Todd Glass. I love your outgoing message. It's very positive, and you seem uh, you have a good spirit in your voice. I'm hoping you'll call me back, and. uh I have good news for you, and I uh, like giving away. We give away some good news on this show once in a while. So call me back so I can tell you your good news. It does involve winning something. All right. So We're probably going to go to close here. Oh, wait a second. I never let Nick do anything so I could go to the bathroom. Everybody, it's Johnny Cash. How are you out there? Let me do a little... Ah, oh, thank you very much. Ah, ah. On this side of the law, that side of the law, who is right, who is for, who is sure, and who's against the law. out married in a pig hair, than a Brussels brown. No, I fell into a burning river fire I went down, down, down And the flames went We got married in a fever Fever than our hands and down I own said to of law Who is right, who is wrong Who is for and who's against the law I was big and mean and rough and tough, and I went into town, and I took his thing, and I spit out my thing, and I spit out my tooth, and then he looked up at me, and then he pulled off his head. He threw it on the ground, and then he squished it with his foot, and then I sawed my body in half, and then cut my other two legs in half into pieces, and he picked up the one arm he had, and then he smushed his face out all over the floor, and then he smushed his own hands. (laughs) (coughs) I was going somewhere with that. On the shirt of the Lord, who is right, who is wrong, who is for, and who's against the Lord? You like punching up stuff? This is what I'm going to do on the show from now on. Do you already like the show? But you'd like things to be punched up. Picture I say something and out of nowhere. I mean, I think there's something there, right? How about with, with, especially with Nick's call? Like Nick could have told the story about his grandmother. <laughs> right, we just give it a punch. Yeah, and my grandmother said, look at that, it's a naked picture of me. <laughs> yeah, you get a little oomph. And then if it deserves it, you give it more. His monkey story, I would have let it breathe. That's a great monkey story. Anyway, we got a fun show tonight. We sure hope you stick around. We're going to talk about, you know, different things out the night, you know, maybe after Nick would tell us like Nick had the other story about his mom and, you know, about how um, the did he talk about his cow? You know, I think he did last week. Imagine last week if he talked about his cow. Well, you go there, everybody. That's Nick's cow. Anyway, thanks. Good to hear your cow story, Nick. We're going to be with you all night long here. You know, just got to you know. Remember the week before he said, oh, that my, uh, I'm working for a woman. She let me take furniture, which is nice. She had a storage unit full of furniture. And he said she I mean, he was telling us that she said, go over there, get whatever you want, which when you're getting into your new place, that's really nice. And then he told that story, you know. Anyway, thanks for telling us about the, your new place and how you got the furniture for it. Let me try to sing. so much better. Well, everybody, it is that time. It's that time. Let's face it, it happens. You know what? I am going to do something. Look, I don't like to give hairstyle edits, but I'm, I'm in the mood to... I, wanna, I, I don't want to go to close so quick. You know? So, what could I play? Okay, let me turn this this way. Just bear with me. You can always 15 seconds forward it, but sometimes... I'm not just going to play any... Coming in from Burbank, California. Wow. It's exciting. Getting calls from Burbank? It's like I'm really in the business. (laughs) What do you got? Oh, no, 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 no. I know what I'm doing. Okay. Let me get... Yeah. So I can do that real quick, you know? But hold on. Hold on. Do, 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 I'm finding something.
2: Wow.
3: Just give me a chance. So I sound like, here's me. Here's me. <clears throat> now they do impersonations of me. All right, that's not funny. I could do better than that. I guess I could just play. Hold on. Don't give up. Don't give up on... Now I know where that song means. Don't give up on me, baby. There was a comedian, Kevin Sullivan. Don't throw up on me, baby. We're almost home. But he sang it like, you know, them. Don't throw... Don't give up on me, baby. We're almost home. He would go... You know, just out of the blue. he'd just go... This next song was written about everybody who's taken... He would probably said his girlfriend. Now he could say... Your significant other. Because anybody could throw up all over your car. You know, it's a very open bit. You don't have to. Back then, that was his experience. That's all I'm saying. Now you could be like my significant other puked all over my car. Don't throw up on me, baby. We're almost home. These are great stories that I tell. They really are. I mean, you know. You got to. You got to hear the story. I know what people need. It's all sometimes you just need a weird song. Hey, get into it. Hey, hey, hey. Get into it.
2: some fool should want to die
3: I made it back. I made it back. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> I ended up going into the house. Sorry for that. I ended up going into the house, and, uh, and then I peed. But I was like, got caught up talking about dinner. I'm like, yeah. You know what? Always good ravioli. I don't have a microwave right now because um, mine had trouble, and I go, just throw it out before she hit a new one. So, like, you find ways, like, so i just boil. Cause I, like, wanted something quick because I'm really hungry. So we'll just boil some water. Ravioli is easy. don't have to think. They float to the top. They're done. And then I said, just take some water from the, the hot the tea kettle and pour it in a bowl of green beans. Uh, of, uh, of peas. And just sometimes you drain it and you add more hot water. Just get them that way. Don't and then make the ravioli, throw in the peas, add some cheese, add some vodka sauce from a jar boom 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 you know and then the peas it gets all over the place you had some you have some shaved cheese like a lot of it on the top you know a reasonable amount it's gonna be good it's gonna be good put it in a plate it's good it's one of those things it doesn't underestimate food that's fresh and homemade it does not underestimate it but don't go the other way around something that simple i mean you take some raviolis and you just boil them a bag of mushroom raviolis Seriously, they open some jarred sauce, put it in there. Whatever you can sprinkle some fresh seasoning. You know you can do so. You get it. Anybody can do that, literally. And then, but don't. A lot of people do it, but I don't think they. That's my new thing. Don't underestimate the simplest thing. Go. Well,
0: wow, this is good.
3: Like may as well may pretend. Like it could be something so simple, like from Starbucks. Um. My girlfriend's brother got a. Uh, it was like this uh some type of, it was it must have been vegetarian um b- uh but whatever it was and I had some of it it was so good and it was flaky and I was like this thing is just such a simple thing but it you know, like, I always, same thing I always say. Here's the thing. If, someone put, if I was in France and someone brought this out on a chopping block and said, yeah, we make them, a, I wouldn't deny it. I wouldn't go, it's good, but it's... So that's what I'm saying. Sometimes something that simple is that fucking good. Pudding. Instant pudding. Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, stop. Don't just shove it in. Like, what the fuck? If this was in, if I was in a restaurant somewhere... May they'd they have a way of doing it, but, you know, I'm talking about packaged pudding. Maybe the only thing they did different was keep it in the freezer for the night because it just gives it, a, it's a little colder. And then you sprinkle something on top of it. Yeah, that's it. So it's fucking pudding. I'm not saying add anything, just presentation. And then that's like, wow, and it's so chocolatey. This should be like. So, you say, how come my pudding never turns out like at the place? Oh, to get creamy pudding like that? You can't get that out of a package. It's The package is, over. no, the package is creamy, thick, creamy, chocolate pudding. What the fuck? Chop up three bananas and put it in there and, and put it in the freezer for 10 minutes? It's like, shut, what the fuck? What the fuck?
2: A smile a smile could bring you near to
0: me Mum bum 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 bum
3: Mhm Well everybody it is that time you get a drink? I had some um, tooth, one of my teeth, uh, the bone, probably something I did wrong, flossing over the years, but anyway, the bone was receding, and to save the tooth, and there was high probability I could save the tooth, very high, just you have to do this thing, it involves cutting your gums, and they add bone, it was a little, uh, it didn't hurt at all, but the whole thing just, oh my god, I can't believe I have to do that shit, you know, just because, wow, so anyway, it's you know they cut, and they added it in. It ended pretty quick. He did. A, he's a good dentist. He did a really good job, really quick. It tells me everything he's doing, and he's just as good as it could possibly be. But they had to add some. They had some bone. It's weird. How do they add bone? It goes. In, it's in a needle. It's like this weird shit. It's like what the. F- <laughs> I sound like an idiot. So um, and then I came, and one of the stitches must have come open a little last night, and it was scare me. I mean, it, I couldn't get it to stop. I asked, I go, can, you can't bleed out, can you? From your, <laughs> I was like, I knew the answer was no, but it was bleeding. I couldn't stop it. I didn't know what to do. I like emailed the dentist or I called the dentist, and I was like, it was just not stopping, and the gauze wasn't doing shit. Finally, I put a towel in there. And it was scaring me, and then I forgot. I took a mushroom. Uh, I took a, a pot cookie. So I'm like, oh my god, I'm bleeding, and I'm looking in the mirror, and it's flowing out of my Front of my mouth. Finally, I put a towel in there. It doesn't really do anything. Now I'm getting queasy just from the whole thing, you know. Knowing, and my girlfriend's brother goes, "No, you'd have to, you'd have to like bleed out four quarts." He's trying to make me feel better, and he was four quarts. He's. I go, "Well, how much was that?" That had to be like a, a half of a quart. He goes, "No, that's not a half of it. That wasn't. That was like a not even a glass. That was like it's 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 a lot because it's coming out of a small place." But no, no, no. If you I'm like, he goes, even if it was a court. I'm like, don't say even if it was. That means I think you might be thinking that. Like, is it a court? I mean, what do I get? And then finally a towel. Then I laid in the bathtub. because I I went to the bathtub from the living room because somewhere I could sit and not worry about getting blood anywhere. And then I tried a towel, but didn't seem to be working. And then I gripped the towel, and then I let go. I didn't grip so hard. I was nervous. I was, like, biting on the towel. The reason I did a towel is because that'll get everywhere, a washcloth. Because you put that in there, and no matter where it's coming from, it's going to... And I stopped biting so hard. And it really subsided. And then I thought, eventually it's going to coagulate, and this is going to help. I don't want to wait too long, because then it's like ripping it off. And I just slowly let up on the pressure, till almost it was just sitting there. And I remember thinking, I don't really need it now, because I'm doing anything. I, if I move my mouth to the right or my left, it's going to fall out of my mouth. And that's when I waited there for 10 minutes. And then finally, but I was nervous. I was like, I don't know. I just thought about going to the emergency ward. I was like, this is not going to be good. It's embarrassing. Blood dripping out of your mouth. What happened? Don't worry about it. Nobody look over here. I got blood mouth. (laughs) I can picture Eddie talking about that. No need to pay attention over here. So, that's it. That is it. Hope you're good. And, uh, Joe McKenzie, do you still listen to the whole show? I don't think, I think he's behind because I said peanut, something last week, like pineapple, pineapple, pineapple. And he didn't tweet it at me. So, uh, you know. Remember? So, uh, you know. I remember this. We talked about it last week, but I definitely remember. It's fun. Yeah. I yeah, have yeah. To oh, was John drunk? John Mulaney drunk? And <sighs> come back, they all lie for you, but you don't know what to fucking do when I'm gone. <laughs> A few people have done it. You know what I'm talking about? Like, one thing that you're horrible, I don't know what you do because I leave. That's the fun part. They need I had a, I'll admit, I admit had a, I think I had two drinks. I I, I'm, know. yeah, I you can, can tell. tell. I'm a, a little, <laughs> I, I can tell. I can tell. I'm, yeah, bu- I'm a little buzzed. You, everyone, but John. To you for some yeah, I can do that. I asked him one a time, how did he do? No, but I do Shut up take a break. Can you handle... Have you ever done a podcast before? Uh,
0: no, but I... No, it's take a, a break. No, no, no. John, 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 i You be, take
3: a break. John, I'm being I'm serious. Totally. You take a break. I'll be able to handle it. Can, can I just say something without you? T- I don't want to be... He sounds like he was definitely drunk. Very unprofessional. He did apologize for it, by the way. You know, just like last week, but again, man, these are the things I'd probably edit out. Because I always forget, when I forgot last week, again, when I was doing this bit, that John actually... Well John, you know, he just doesn't drink anymore, but he didn't... He didn't... Nothing bad happened. He just decided it wasn't working for him. So, But still, I don't want the bit to seem like... Da-da-da well everybody I hope you're happy look at what you did look at what you did yep you happy now are you happy Um, I'm trying to find something fun you never know you know we talked about words does this agree with what I'm saying or disagree oh look at that Jennifer she's going to take us out of here And uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, and uh, you know what, hold on one second, do you want to go in and join in on drums, is that cool, drums and piano, that'll be cool, you go in big, oh, I like the opening all right everybody that is our show thank you Jennifer on the uh, keyboards and uh, and this is talk about talent this is uh, Eric Calver the drummer it's his new baby playing the drums I've never seen anything like it it is really amazing it's just so adorable that we have a special baby scene. And he is a away. I never see it. It's like the smile that won't stop. The smile that won't stop. Playing, not missing a beat better than his dad.
2: It's you I like. It's not the things you wear. Your skin, your eyes, your feelings, whether old or new. And I hope that you'll remember, even when you're feeling blue, that it's you I like, it's you yourself, it's you, it's you, it's you I like. It's you i lie standing a podcast <clears throat>
4: a podcast network